Hello, welcome to another podcast from Access Brokerage Real Estate. This is Jim Parker, broker, 770-265-7293, serving metro Atlanta area's residential home buying or home selling needs. Give me a call. A recent article said that real estate appraisers are invisible now. I'll get to that point in a minute. But it made me look up appraisal. What is the hierarchy and structure of appraisals and how did that come about? In 1989, the U.S. Congress passed the Financial Institution Reform, Recovery, and Enforcement Act, FERIA, more commonly known as the Savings and Loan Bailout Bill. FERIA established a real estate appraiser regulatory system involving none other than the federal government, states, and the Appraisal Foundation. Each U.S. state or territory has a real estate appraiser regulatory agency, has a real estate appraiser regulatory agency that is responsible for licensing and certifying real estate appraisers and supervising their appraisal-related activities as required by federal law. What is the Appraisal Foundation? The Appraisal Foundation is the nation's foremost authority on the valuation profession, congressionally authorized standards and qualifications for real estate appraisers as well as guidelines for personal property appraisers and provides voluntary guidance on recognized valuation methods and techniques for appraisals and for those professionals to follow. This work advances the profession by ensuring that appraisals are independent, consistent, and objective. Let's look at the appraisal subcommittee. The appraisal subcommittee of the Federal Financial Institutions Examination Council, which is another government agency, monitors and reviews the work of the foundation. So you have an independent foundation that's reviewed and monitored by subcommittee of the government. The committee also maintains oversight authority over the states to ensure the minimum qualifying criteria to license and certify appraisers and that appraisers are held to the professional ethical standards. Foundation's Appraiser Qualifications Board, the AQB, sets the minimum property appraiser qualification criteria and appraisal standards board develops the generally accepted standards of practice for the appraisal profession. The ASC's mission is to provide federal oversight of state appraiser and appraisal management companies, which were set up under the CFPB activity back in the mid 2008 to 15 timeframe because of the crash of the real estate prices, to provide federal oversight of state appraiser and appraisal management company regulatory programs and a monitoring framework for the appraisal foundation and financial institution regulatory agencies in their role to protect financial and public policy interests in real estate appraisers. Now, a full list of state appraiser regulatory agencies is available at a website that I posted here in my podcast on Anchor. That is at appraisalfoundation.org, and it's state appraiser regulatory agencies. You can go on there and click on any one of the states to see Georgia Real Estate Appraisal Board, and you go to their website, and it tells you how to obtain licenses and search for a license for both appraisers and real estate agents as well. So you can look up licenses of agents too. Now, getting back to the original comment, appraisers being invisible. As far as the invisibility of appraisers, Basically, when a lender asks the question, what is the house worth? An appraiser steps in to independently determine its value. Well, at the start of the pandemic, appraisers have been putting values on homes on the property. Originally set up as a temporary emergency measure, it appears that they are now here to stay. In March of 2020, the Federal Housing Authority gave permission for optional desktop appraisals, meaning from the desktop, gathering enough information, perform the appraisal, without visiting the property. 
trusting that the property has not been damaged, destroyed, or otherwise non-existent in a living capacity. Mortgage giants Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac accepted them on a temporary basis. They have become more common as an accepted appraisal. Some have questioned whether the remote appraisals can be accurate, because, but Fannie and Freddie understood they needed help to keep the money flowing without appraisals. And it was going to stop or slow down the mortgage approval process, so lenders couldn't make money, so they have continued to be used. A traditional appraiser, obviously, goes out and visits the property. Some appraisers are not making enough money back when they instituted the appraisal management company situation, which basically lenders own those management companies. They have taken the payment for the appraisal. Part of that goes to the appraisal management company, but the rest of it goes to the appraiser. So appraisers are not making as much per appraisal as they used to. They're finding other means of employment and dropping out of the profession because it's not as profitable anymore. There is a shortage of appraisers. Aging population of appraisers is one thing. Income levels have dropped too, so it's not as appealing. Desktop appraisals are still conducted by state licensed appraisers because they're quicker to process than in-person visits. Desktop appraisals are probably here to stay and they may become more and more used. The condition of properties may be verified at some future date. Lenders, and appraisal management companies feel confident in a desktop appraisal. My thoughts on the desktop appraisals follows closely to the Pareto principle, which is an 80-20 rule. Probably work best for 80% for the over 210 million single-family homes in the United States, meaning that over 80% of those, approximately 80% of those units, there's enough data on. If you think of a lot of the subdivisions around, the subdivisions themselves have similar properties, and there's enough data on each one of those prior appraisals that the appraiser has access to, insurance records that the appraiser has access to, past sales from the FMLS, the appraiser will have data on that, plus any other database of information. So with all those similar properties, without any changes in heated and cooled square footage, which applies to a lot of the appraisal values, and even basement space that's finished out, unfinished space is around 10 bucks in the area, finished space could go up to $25. So there's not a huge difference in property values, even if you finish the base. My thoughts are that predominantly, they probably would be pretty accurate on desktop appraisals for the majority of the properties. However, there are those occasions where the, that the appraiser needs to visit the property to take an evaluation of the condition, the number of buildings, the number of rooms, etc., to kind of get that updated so that that property can be included in their database for future desktop appraisals. But once that database is full of information they can use, another visit could be avoided, which in my mind will probably lead to a commoditization in appraisal services, meaning that if you can do it on a desktop, you can train somebody to do it and you don't have to have licensed, you can have a team of trained people that could do it for less money and save the lender even more money. As you pull away from the personality and the use of an individual in the process of actually going to the property, looking at it condition-wise, and coming back and evaluating it, as you remove that personal touch, you now can commoditize, and it would be more of a pumping out data. You can use cheaper and cheaper labor to do that. So I think that's where they're all heading to try to get it so narrowed down that they can use cheap labor 
and save themselves money on the appraisal. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This is Jim Parker, broker with Access Brokerage Real Estate, serving Metro Atlanta's home buying and home selling needs. 770-265-7293. Have a great week and God bless.